everybody. Welcome to Tales from the Kayfabe. I'm Kevin. I'm Jack. I'm Matt. We're joined by America's favorite sad boy, Matt. I'm and- sad boy, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> what What makes you sad, Matt? Oh, boy. Everything. Kittens, puppies, oh, posters of, oh, no. of, of kittens and puppies. Movies. Yeah. Especially the one <laughs> with the kitten hanging on the wire. It's just hang in there. there. I'm like, that kitten's going to fall. It will never hang in there the whole time. It's a suicidal kitten. It's a suicidal kitten. Uh, Welcome, guys. This is the the show where we explain uh, wrestling stories and wrestling storylines and wrestling uh, wrestlingness to to the masses. Wrestling. 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 Yeah. All that. All that. All that shit. Um... Uh, uh, we I wanted to start. Uh, this was a, a request by you, Matt. Actually, uh, uh, Money in the Bank was just in St. Louis, and yeah. I, I got to go to it. Yeah, uh, we'll cover it a, a little bit. Uh, at this point, it was about two weeks ago that that it happened. But I will uh, I will say this: uh, people got upset. Mm-hmm. I read. So let l- let me can I, I read can things. I go over the concept and, yeah because I, I I didn't quite understand what money in the bank like I have an idea of what it okay. is but I feel like I could be totally wrong because I'm sad boy sad boy <laughs> let let me cheer your day up okay just for a moment uh so money in the bank is uh basically it's a ladder match it's it's a ladder match that uh that has a briefcase that you're trying to get. So you're climbing up to get this briefcase. The briefcase, um, briefcase basically has a contract. I've never seen the contract, but it has a contract in it. It supposedly has a contract. Yes. <laughs> where, that you can turn in, uh, at any time to get a world championship. You can, you can, uh, now when I mean any time, I mean, anytime. Let's look at the very first one. It uh, it looks like the very first one was uh, no, oh, that's the pay per view. I did you Google wrong? I Googled wrong. Oh no, the uh, Google. I I do know the story behind it. You know, I, Google has a fidget spinner now. The what? They have a fidget spinner app. This is ridiculous. I'm I. I'm giving you time to look up I don't Money like in the Bank. This world anymore. Okay, the first Money <laughs> in the Bank debuted in 2005 at WrestleMania 21. Oh, it actually was uh, partly made up by uh, Chris Jericho himself. Uh, he was thinking that of, guy has he's, so many good ideas. He's fucking creative. You can you can say what you want. He's a very very creative guy. Uh, he like was trying to think of something that could be different and he thought of this he thought of this match. Now here's the thing. He's competed in the match many times, has never won it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was his idea. He's never won it. But uh but it kind of gave an extra little ump to things. So the very first winner was uh Edge. Okay. So what you win with this is you get any single time you want, you can cash it in for a world championship title. Now, now is it a title match or the title? Title like, match. Title sorry. match. Okay. Yeah, title match. So basically what what the concept, like 
the people didn't understand the concept first, but it was executed first. But the first execution of it was done so well that everyone's like, "Oh my god, this is amazing!" Uh, Edge won the title, and he held on to it. Or I'm sorry, not the title. He he won the uh, Money in the Bank contract, held on to it for a while. He would come out with the briefcase and, and yeah, you know, play a heel move there. And uh, all of a sudden, John Cena won a very tough title match, and he's laying in the ring, and all of a sudden, Edge comes out, cashes in the contract, does his finishing move on him one time, and <laughs> pins him. <laughs> and they started calling him the ultimate opportunist. <laughs> and, uh, and like, that was it. Everyone's like, oh, shit, you can cash it in at any time. Yeah. Right? Especially when the person's not ready. Yeah. Uh... So this has become a really cool angle, really, really cool angle, uh, because people will hold it for months, maybe one month, maybe I've seen last year was a night, <laughs> uh, like they did the money in the bank in the middle of the show. And then at the end of the show, Dean Ambrose catch cashed it in and became the world champion that night. <laughs> uh, so it's very possible. There's some really cool stories that came out of it. It started off as a WrestleMania event, uh, and now is it, it's its own event altogether. Uh, and you can you can choose what title you go after, or so, is it a specific one? Um, it, it is specific. Okay. Uh, it is specific because. Uh, it is a good question. They had, they do have kind of two world titles. They have the world championship, heavyweight championship, and then they have the universal championship, yeah. uh, which is Raw. And now, uh, as of now, Money in the Bank is designated only to uh, to SmackDown, so that is the world championship, okay. not the champion of the universe. Oh man. <laughs> They really should have asked the rest of the universe before right, they like, no. coined that one. It, it is so weird because uh, <laughs> everyone's like, Universal, we're going to call him Champion of the Universe. Right. And uh, Kevin Owens was the second. And at this point, maybe Longest Reigning. I might be wrong about that. But uh, he, he was the second champion after a week of the belt being a thing. And he, he, uh, <laughs> he ended up... Uh, he ended up like years prior when he was Kevin Steen was his name in the Indies was doing some promo and someone goes, yeah, well I'm world champion. He goes, you know what? I'm champion of the universe. How about that? And, <laughs> and every, that went, that went viral when he won the universal championship. And right. then he even played it up. He goes, yeah, I said it years ago. I'm champion of the universe. <laughs> Uh, by the way, Kevin Owens is currently the United States champion and uh, calls himself the new face of America. Oh, good. Is, and he's Canadian. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and not only that, they have, like, it, like they changed his, like, the what he walks out to. Like, he walks out on a giant picture of himself that looks like a, that it looks like, He's running for office or something. Right. He's, yeah. He's the new face of America, Kevin Owens. It's amazing. Anyway, moving, money in the bank. Money in the bank. So this whole concept of just being able 
to cash in the money in the bank is really cool. And uh, there's been many winners, and then there's only been a couple times. First off, I'm going to point out, mostly heels win this. Mostly (laughs) bad guys. Because it is a bad guy thing to get someone when they're down. Now, I say mostly, there has been some faces that have won it as well. Uh, Rob Van Dam, John Cena, who didn't need it. Uh, (laughs) And John Cena was the first to ever lose yeah when when that happened so uh they just have cena win everything man they do. so cena is uh the superman he's superman he yeah he wins everything and you know what at, at one time i bitched about it but now i'm just like i let him do his thing let him win let, let him, him win. win he's happy he he's now they're probably gonna you can't see me in about a month <laughs> He's a part timer now. He he comes. He does movies. Comes back like every couple months. Right. So now probably what's going to happen is they're going to have him win uh, another title. So he has the all time record right now. He's tied with Ric Flair uh, at sixteen world championships, and now he's gonna. So he's got to lose it, right, and then get it back, or how's that work? He already lost it. Oh, did he? Yeah. So he's at sixteen, but uh, he he's gonna do. 17 here like probably SummerSlam he'll win it and then lose it right away but that's you know whatever but by the way you have to lo- you might have the most championships but you had to lose it se- 16 yeah, right, times right. 15 times so exactly. yeah just saying <laughs> like like I'm the biggest winner yeah but you lost it a lot too yeah Ric Flair's daughter has only been in the WWE for about two years now She's already at five. (laughs) (laughs) I think maybe four, four or five, but still, right? Man, that's fun. But still, um, so here's here's about the so that's kind of the whole concept. Uh, it's only been cashed in at uh, WrestleMania once. Uh, Matt, you actually saw that. It was uh, WrestleMania 31 a couple years ago. Uh, uh, Seth yeah. Rollins cashed it in. And it was very yeah. weird to explain it to all my friends that were over watching wrestling and then were like, wait, what is good? What happened? <laughs> did- they didn't watch wrestling, but everyone seemed to get into that whole show. Right. And so we're like, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, this fucking Roman Reigns guy is going to win. And all of a sudden that mu- music comes on. I'm like, holy shit. And then everyone's like, Wait, what just happened? What's going on here? Uh, so yes, it it was very confusing, and Seth Rollins did win <laughs> the world championship that night, uh, and it, it surprised everyone. And apparently, they only told him about that, and they told the other guys about that about an hour before oh, wow. the match. That's a dick move. That's yeah. A- yeah, that's it's right, a big yeah. move. But they they were like, the show's going so well. Do we want to get showered with booze? <laughs> and they didn't. Right. <laughs> they didn't. Yeah. And so they're like, we could have people still boo, but they're not going to be as loud. And they weren't. Fair. They were booing, and they were just, but there was more people like me going, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hey, real quick, guys. Yeah. Since since we kind of touched on Roman Reigns. Yeah. You know, it only takes a moment to be a father. 
Oh God! Just hey, it's a commercial. It's a commercial, and and he's on there, and it's it's the little kid, and he's like, "Daddy, man, man," he says something like, "I'm I'm here," and then and then it only takes a moment. You're doing a father a lot of good justice. I've never seen it before, I've but I feel it. like I have. Yeah, I've seen it. it's it's just like I explained it, like in every detail. Can we talk about this today's match? Yesterday's match. Okay, so or Sunday's, Sundays two weeks ago. Two weeks Sun, ago. Uh, Sunday's match. Uh, it is now a SmackDown brand at one. Uh, for the first time ever, they had a women's Money in the Bank. Oh, cool. Um, the competitors. I'm gonna see if I remember them all. It was uh, Tamina Snuka, uh, uh, Natty. Natty, Natalia, they call her. Um, Carmella. And then uh, uh, Charlotte Flair, who I mentioned. Mm. And then a fifth person. Why don't I remember this? Oh, Becky Lynch. I love Becky Lynch. So they're all fighting for this. And what what we feared might happen happened. happened. Uh now here, let me. No, no. Like, I hear, I hear Jack like exhaling. Let like, me, let me explain oh. something real quick. Let me explain something real quick. I like. I didn't what, watch it, but I I've like heard what they're doing. Twitter. He heard Twitter. Uh, I like what they're doing with the women's division. Uh, they are trying to flip things around some, sometimes. Uh, so you will see a lot in the '90s, and not. Uh, a little bit here and there nowadays. Uh, there will be either a female manager or a female valet, if you will, that comes out to the ring with a heel and helps disturb matches. Right. Yeah. You will see men do that sometimes too at, with other men. Uh, but they gave a... Uh, they gave a... Uh, basically... Carmella, a male valet, in uh, James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth, who is <laughs> that's okay. That, now this is starting to make sense on why Jack heard yeah. about it. <laughs> James Ellsworth. No, you're thinking of Gentleman Jack Gallagher. No, 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 no. I love no, James no, Ellsworth. No, James too. Ellsworth is the one he started reading about. Yeah, James Ellsworth is just this guy with no chin. That was a straight up jobber. One Any time. man with two fists has a fighting chance. Uh, but yeah, so he has been around for about a year now, and the fans kind of like him. He's he's a heel, but they're like, "What is he doing?" And he, Carmella has a very New York look to her. She wears the Brooklyn hat, and she, uh, kind of Jersey Shoreish, if you will, a eh, little bit. Not not too much, but a little bit. Uh, so he tries to dress like her too, and it's very funny because uh, he's wearing like this jumpsuit, and you're like, "What the hell is he wearing?" Anyway, uh, he interfered in the match, and oh. not only did he interfere in the match, he was the person that climbed to the top of the ladder and, and got oh. and got the money in the bank. Now he threw it. it it's it's yeah. not like he lifted it up and was like, "I won," <laughs> but he threw it down to Carmella. Uh, and she won that way. Now, oh, that people got weren't a, happy. I can, yeah. I, I will even say, uh, uh, my friend uh, Julia Martin was pissed. I would assume so. 
Because the first ever the first ever woman's money in the bank was won by a man, was essentially. Won by a man. Yeah, and handed to a lady. And handed yeah. to he tossed it. To he her. tossed it to her. It, and it, it's in, like a gentleman. He the threw it at her. Optics of it just feel like. Yeah, this is the worst guy we've got, but he's still better than all the women. Well, it, I is saw the it. optics of it from someone who it, who doesn't could, follow, who doesn't, who doesn't follow, follow, but it. who even so just in he general tries real hard. who knows storytelling, like you could read into it yeah, that way. I I could I could see that. Here's why I'm not as pissed because I I don't believe that angle of it. Cause he didn't get hit once during the match, he was a fresh he was a fresh body. He just other, walked in like literally like in between all the carnage and just no all the carnage was happening. Did all the women just ignore him? Because it's like whatever, fuck no, you, James. It was, or did he sneak in while other people were on the ground? So here's how a match works with Money in the Bank. There's even though six right. people start in within a minute. There's only two people in the ring at all times. Maybe yeah. th- maybe three. Right. Because they all roll out. So they have their big... And when it starts ramping up towards the end, they have their big, like, uh, each person gets their blow, and then they they get out of the ring. And someone does their finishing move on this person, then they roll out of the ring. So they're done for the match, and you know that. Well, uh, almost a, a lot of people that was happening to... And then Becky Lynch does her uh, does her move to Carmella. Carmella doesn't roll out of the ring. Now she starts climbing the ladder, and James Ellsworth tips the ladder over, tipping uh, her over. She hits the Becky. Ropes. Becky, is, yeah, Becky is thrown off the ladder just because he, yeah. he tips the ladder. It is because he tips it, and he didn't hit her. He didn't like, right. do his move or whatever. He tipped the ladder and she fell off, which is a heel move, and it has been done right by heel managers in the past. Yeah, um, which I get. So and and maybe some valets too. I'm I'm sure of it. Uh, maybe not in Money in the Bank, but, but in other, other ladder, ladder matches. matches. So so then, since everyone already had their final blows, and Becky landed outside of the ring or she hit she hit the ropes passed out rolls out of the ring right uh there's no one else in there so he just and he's a fresh body so Mm -hmm. also everyone milks if you got hit more than twice in the match you do not know how to climb a ladder anymore (laughs) (laughs) You, (laughs) you take it Five seconds for every step. Yeah, and we're and we're doing one step at a time. So they're like struggling to get out of the ladder. That's why James Ellsworth was just like, "Oh, okay," and he just like climbs the ladder because he he was fine. He was just watching the match on the side of the ring. So that's why I'm not mad because it's not like he he beat. They did right. a, they did a heel tactic and right. honestly, it was a heel. It's clearly a heel tactic. It's clearly been done before. Yes. I just think in, it could have been better. Well, if, well not being, only that, but if you're if you're thinking of it as a lady's plight in corporate America, ah, uh-huh. <laughs> well, not even that. I I mean, yeah, that, but not even that. But like, yes, it's done. Whatever heels and 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 valets 
and managers interact with matches all the time. Yes. But should it be in the first ever all women's Money in the Bank match? Like, is that really the time to pull that move when there's clearly going to be, like, you have to think of the, all of the stuff surrounding what that means, you know? Yeah, that is true. The problem is they don't. Right. (laughs) And they don't, they really don't, they really aren't, like, high on thinking about the optics of the world around them. (laughs) I, I, I feel like I should say this because, uh, like... A lot of people, I I do know a lot of people won't get a lot of these uh, wrestling stories uh, because they are offensive. And they are, uh, to me, I think it's just they're meant to be offensive sometimes and they're not meant to be politically correct. And this is uh, uh, the last spot where it's like, yeah, well, it's wrestling. What are you going to do? Like yeah, they're trying right. they're trying to provoke you. But they're trying to, me, to get you pissed. To me, the way it went about it, I'm sure cuz the, the way you is the way they described it to themselves is the way you probably described it yes. to us of, oh, it's just like a valet heel move. Yes. And and I get I get everything else. What I'm trying to say is I did a show recently uh, uh, where I was uh, the quote unquote expert, and I'll, I'll, right. I'll say this right now: uh, compared to some other people that I met this week, and I am not an expert at all. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were some hardcore oh wrestling fans, right? Oh my god! But I'm not even I can't even lace their boots. But uh, <laughs> but they so yeah. Uh, but I was the quote unquote wrestling expert for the show uh, at the improv shop called eggheads and uh and i tried explaining which i've explained on the show before how uh uh the rock had martin luther king's cadence and he was basically doing an impression and you were there jack it did not go over well no no your explanation or what the idea behind it the idea behind it they're like wait well and the nature the nature of that show too though is you kind of just keep fucking moving, so you couldn't really dig deep into yeah, like that. Tr- that everything, that's true. but but there was some there like okay, this is they discovered feminism in 2015, really? Like, yeah, they did. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> so where they're at, true. guys. Yeah, sorry, we'll just enjoy where you're at right now. I, <laughs> I don't I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so let's move. I'm sorry. And I also made a joke. Someone, someone. I remember this girl's face in the front row. I don't even know who she is. But uh, when I made a joke, cause someone go, "Didn't a female wrestler die recently?" I go, "A wrestler dies every day. I can't, I can't keep up." And, and it went over real, real bad. bad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the room that you were. fucking lost it when you said that. You were. Like, I mean, and I just true. remember some girls in the front row going, "Oh." Like what? Uh, That's so sad. It's true. It's, it's true. very. Can I so keep true. up? I don't remember what Who episode died? it was. We were like we're planning to do an episode about a wrestler that recently died, and another and one another died, died before like, that episode like aired. Th- and then one one died that I didn't even know died. Right. Like Matt's like, well, who's this guy? I'm like, oh, he's dead. Like, yep. They just they just die. Yeah. They have they put themselves through a lot, and I, then they die. I'm I, I'm. A, a wrestler probably died right now. Let's check. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's check. Let's. I'll just. I'll just. I'll just. What? 
What do you what do you I don't what do you know. Google anyway, search? Let's dead don't, wrestlers. Don't. Let me let me move on. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. What's the most recent dead wrestler? <laughs> He's asking Google. <laughs> I'm, oh, okay. Oh, we have top results. <laughs> there's, there's movies. Uh, I don't. It's no. These are Fandango things. I don't. Fandango. Yeah. The wrestler or the movie? The movie the thing. The movie. It's, Let me talk a little bit about Fandango real quick. The wrestler. Okay. Oh, there's a wrestler named yes. Fandango? Let me talk about this real quick. We'll transition. Okay. I don't totally agree with the fact that James Ellsworth put, took that, but it's a heel move. It's a heel thing. It caused controversy. They got exactly what they wanted. Yeah. They, they, got, got exact, they, got, they got people talking people about People are talking. Them. Exactly. Twitter went crazy. Whenever I That's searched for Money in the Bank to look for like the first Money in the yeah. Bank match, it did, like I typed in first Money in the Bank, and literally all it was was stuff about uh, James L. Yeah. That's the thing, though, too. It's the first ever all-women's Money in the Bank match, and all of the news is now about James Ellsworth, yeah. about a man. And that's... That's maddening, not about they're, the WWE, but about our fucking like society, society and and the news. They're focusing on James Ellsworth. Well, let's turn around to another man, and also I'm gonna I'm gonna tease this. We one. only talk about men on this show. Well, God let me it. let me. Tease I want to talk about Becky, Becky Lynch. <laughs> sure. Okay. Are you just saying Becky? I ain't just saying Becky. <laughs> uh, I will I will tease you with this. Uh, I have a character coming up later in the show that I've been doing some research on uh, that is the most sexist character I've ever Perfect. seen. So, just is, is that a real? Is that like like you've got to like do some work I, to become that person? Well, I don't know. Really? You, you, I mean, there's some fairly sexist characters. This is from out there. this is from the 70s. Ooh, so that's. <laughs> In today's back then, I don't even know if it was considered that sexist. Oh, but uh, uh, yes. Anyway, that's coming up. Okay, it's coming up. All right. Uh, I want to talk briefly. We mentioned Fandango. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Fandango was a wrestler that I hated about six months ago. Now I love him. <laughs> that happens well, a lot. Does he what tell changed? you? Does he tell you what's uh, coming yeah. up in theaters? Yeah, does he tell you where yeah. you can see Wonder Woman? Yes, he did. Did he? No. Uh. So a couple years ago, there was this wrestler that came out. Uh, uh, his name was Fandango. Uh, Maybe three or four years ago. Uh, okay, but that was still after the website. No, it was the movie it was website. After, but he was based on the dance, ah. and he came out. His gimmick was he was a ballroom dancer, and he was. Ooh. And so he came out with this. With this, uh, he had a female valet. But it was his dancing partner. He'd come out with her, and then she'd help him cheat in the matches and everything. Uh, Summer Ray, but they would come out dancing, and uh, that it was dumb to me. I was like, this. <laughs> and he beat Chris Jericho at WrestleMania one year, and I was like, what the what the fuck? Like, he is a man of mystery he, and love. I even heard him. <laughs> I, I I went to a. Uh, I went to a, a live show one time with uh, a couple of my friends, and one is my friend Dave Marr, who doesn't watch wrestling, and we were trying to get him into it. It didn't work. And uh, <laughs> and he comes out, and he goes, uh, Fandango, they say that they say that St. Louis is the gateway to West. Well, really, it's the gateway to sadness. 
And I was like, who who are they insulting there? Like Kansas City? Like what? <laughs> That's what Dave Barr is like. Is he calling Kansas City sad? I go, I think. I I don't know. Uh I don't know what he's trying so he Speaking was Speaking of just real quick, Kansas City, first ever Money Bank uh pay per view was, was in there. Kansas City. That's true. Ooh. That's true. Seven years ago. Seven. Yeah. Two thousand ten, yeah. Uh so the font of knowledge. I you? had the Wikipedia page up earlier. What? And I was I was storing that piece of information. <laughs> this is and guys, I found the not perfect but a decent time to use it. <laughs> so, uh, uh, Fandang, I just want to talk about how this gimmick changed because yeah. they also had when we talk about him now, you got to talk about another guy uh, that came up just a couple years ago. Maybe, yeah, maybe a couple years ago named Tyler Breeze. And he took the old fashioned uh, narcissistic character uh, like uh, Gorgeous George was one back in the day who was a guy that would come out with a mirror and look at himself at the mirror. And then Uh there was also a guy named Mr. Marvelous that would come out uh, who was in WrestleMania one main event. He came out with a mirror look at himself and give himself a thumbs up and then turn the mirror to the crowd and give a thumbs down, <laughs> which I loved. It's great. Uh, so the mirror was a big thing for the narcissistic, I'm so beautiful, narcissistic right. person. Unlike the Bobby Roode, I'm so glorious, where they're just basking in their greatness. Yeah. Uh, this was pure vanity, pure beauty. Uh, so... His name was Tyler Breeze, and he was a male model. Not oh. really, but that's what they were trying to say. Is he, he's a male model. And this time, since we're new technology, he would come out with a selfie stick. Right. And then even like halfway through the match, he would just you would see him just looking at his phone, trying to look at himself in, in, the <laughs> selfie, in a selfie mirror way. Uh so he came up and they immediately pushed him down like it like not back down to NXT but like he just was doing nothing. So then finally they're like, "Well, we need another tag team. Let's put these two together." They became Breezango was their tag. Breezango. I've heard of them. Breezango. And then those two started changing their gimmick to they were then the Fashion Police. And they came <laughs> out they came out dressed it as police officers, yeah, uh, handing out citations to the crowd because they were uggos and they were they. And they I feel they like were you told, I've heard they this. Or you've told Joan me this Rivers before, bit. Yeah, from the, oh, they were the fashion police. That's and, sweet. And it's like you know what? It, it, like when I saw them doing it, I'm like, at least they got something different. And like, bless them for trying. I still am not a fan. Then I think they were trying to get them because they were transitioning. Uh, the new day to become to start a feud with the Usos, who are the current champs. So they're like, well, let's put them in there, but let's try to soup up their characters. Um, they started giving them episodes on Raw of Fashion Police episodes. So yes. the, the first one was they like they were parroting Law and Order. <sighs> this is recent, right? You need to look these up. Okay. Anyone listening to this, please look look any of these up. But like it was. Law, they did Law and Order, and I'm like, oh, this is funny. So they they'd be like backstage, they're like, oh, that is hideous, and they they but they would also, they're actually very funny. 
dudes, uh, 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 Fandango is a very deadpan, like, can say something and is very deadpan about it. So it was very funny. And then they, then they did, um, Oh, they they would do a couple other ones. Uh, more recently, they did one where it was a film noir, and they were like, like he came into my office. He was wearing, <laughs> like, <laughs> wearing this, <laughs> like, and and then the one uh, that they played. Now, here's the thing: I have never seen a crowd cheer so loud for just a video that was popping up. Uh, but when when it came up fashion police. Yeah. People just were like, "Yeah, we get a new episode." And this was Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> they were dressed in, as Don Johnson and everything and I, just doing, yeah. I just have to say, so I looked up the fashion files, which yeah, is like fashion files, that's what it's called. Um the first time it happened um Fightful, which is a website Wrote, last night on SmackDown, we got to see the single greatest backstage comedy sketch in the history of WWE programming. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> this is an objective truth, and I will not accept any arguments in the contrary. <laughs> so it was the Law and Order one, and apparently it even had the dramatic voiceover at the beginning. Being like, yeah. in the modeling and fashionista industry, outfit-based offenses are considered especially repulsive. In the WWE universe, dedicated garment gumshoes who investigate these faux pas <laughs> are members of an elite squad known as the Fashion Police. These are their stories. Oh. Yeah. So that went over and I'm everyone's... Like, I'm watching. I know what I'm watching you need, later. You need to watch it because <laughs> that happened and everyone's like, what is it? Wait, what is this? And then there was even one. Uh, so when they fight the Usos for the titles, uh, they had one, and I forget what they were parroting this time, but uh, Tyler Breeze was undercover as a janitor backstage. And you think that's he's like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to solve this, and he's a janitor, and he's got a mustache, he's got a fake wig on, like a bald and. It, you could tell it's fake. Like it's yeah. They're they're trying to be right. cheesy as possible, and he's got a mop and a bucket, and all of a sudden they come out, and Fanda- uh, uh, Fandango is dressed in his cop uniform or whatever. Tyler Breeze is still in his janitor <laughs> uniform, and acting like he's doing nothing. And then when he gets tagged in, he's like mopping in the ring, looking around. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I went ag- a lot of the older wrestlers were like, yeah, I don't know about all that. Like, I like comedy, but that might have been a little too uh, much. Too much. But the crowd was going nuts. The crowd loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. The fact that he's, like, not breaking character uh, inside a character. That's, right. That's, like, <laughs> just acting like he's in. Mopping. He's, he's inceptioning yeah. the... <laughs> Well, the character. Here's my thing. Here's the thing, and I want to tell Matt this because so this is apparently the inception of the fashion police gimmick. Mm-hmm. So um, apparently, it began on October 11th. Breeze was walking through the halls of the arena, thinking he was talking to Fandango, but that he suddenly realized he was alone. <laughs> so he started he believing that Fandango had been kidnapped or something. Mm-hmm. He, so And he roped off a section of the hallway with crime scene do not cross tape, uh, which <laughs> is apparently just laying around. Yes. That's this is There's a video. 
And then the next time we saw Breeze, he's wearing the police uniform, investigating the disappearance. And then he's just taped himself into a web of, like, caution tape. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't even know about any of that. Uh, I, think, I think it's a very... The fashion police is they they turn their gimmick around. And he finds. I just want to finish this. I yeah, want Matt's reaction. Please. He finish. They finish this is because Fandango just walks into Breeze because he hasn't been kidnapped. He's <laughs> just around, and for some reason Fandango's just eating an apple. <laughs> <laughs> what you been doing, guys? That crunch, is a crunch, way. Munch, munch. That is a way where you can turn a gimmick around. Um, oh, this. There is one that happened recently where someone really turned around. There's a guy named uh, uh, Jinder Mahal mm-hmm. who uh, a couple years ago, was uh, three years ago, was with uh, a stable called 3MB, which was a group of three guys that came out and all they did was lose. Like, it, it was meant to lose. They were meant to lose. That They were, they were quote-unquote jobbers. They weren't, okay, right. enhancement talent. I shouldn't call them jobbers. They were cool guys, good guys, and then, uh, and then they fired two of them. They fired two of them. One uh, went over to TNA and became like the champion right away, <laughs> and like, and you, he looked totally different. Like he it looked like he was he bulked up and he had this new attitude, and it's like, oh, that uh, Drew McIntyre. And you're like, oh, that's that's pretty cool. And then uh, uh, one guy was a jobber still, and then the other guy just went to the Indies, uh, which was Jinder Mahal. Uh, and then he he was he said he got fat and everything because he just didn't care. And then he started caring, got back into shape, and then WWE had their draft, and they're like, we need more people. Hey, come on back. So they brought him back, and he kind of just kept doing the same thing he was doing. He was just getting people over, and that was it. Uh, he had a good spot at WrestleMania where he got knocked over by a football player, Rob Gronkowski or whatever his name is. It was a whole bit. Anyway, uh, then he has a really good match with Finn Balor the next night where he even like elbows Balor in the face, and it looks like he hurt him. Oh, man. And then they bring him over to SmackDown to be on the SmackDown roster. And he's got a pretty good match there, too. But he still loses. And then a week later, he's winning a match. Then they put him in uh, a six-man challenge for uh, for the WWE title. And he wins it. And then they... He plays, and he's got two stooges with him. He's got two valets with him okay. that are helping him win. Heel tactics again. Okay. Then he wins the title. So he went from losing every match to now winning the title. <laughs> now. Is, is his gimmick the same through the whole thing? Uh, it morphed a little bit, but it is the same. Okay. Uh, really what it is deep down. So they're doing a thing where... In one country, he's a heel, but in another country, he's a super baby face. Oh. And it's happened before. It happened with uh, uh, Bret Hart. It was probably the first one I could really remember doing that, uh, where in Canada, he was a good guy. In America, he was a bad guy because he talked about how good Canada was. Right. 
uh, but he's showing, Mahal. but he's showing pride for what? What's his? What's his? In oh. India. India. Okay. Okay. He is actually uh, before anyone goes. Actually, he is actually from uh, I think Vancouver, <laughs> but his his mom he speaks Punjabi. His his okay. parents are. He's from a, a apparently there's and he said there's areas in Vancouver that no one speaks English yeah. and like you can they own stores they own everything and speak in native languages and you wouldn't you wouldn't know like so he he grew up speaking all that and he's been to India many many times uh, and very well connected with India so he's this they are billing him from India but he's this big thing over there now uh because they they would like they showed all these news stories and everything of him and he went over there and and uh he does he has this he has a bad guy snarl he was just like he anyway (laughs) he uh but he's got a country on his side he's got a country he's got a billion people on his side he's got a billion people with nuclear weapons on his side okay i wasn't going there but (laughs) Uh, he's got a billion <laughs> people on his there. side. So he, it was it like it is a cool story, but he's cheating on every match. Oh, and it's kind of like, but still, like I think once you're rooting, it, it'll tell you right now. Once you're rooting for the guy, nothing matters. If that's your dude, that's your dude. Right. Look at people that voted for Donald Trump. He did whatever the fuck he wanted, and that was still their dude, and they didn't give a shit. Because they're for the Republican team. I'm pushing away. Anyway, <laughs> we're not getting into that. We're not getting you into sure? that. You sure? Because I can, I can find no, my soapbox. You're going to hurt. You're just going to be hurting yourselves. All you're going to do is just good. feel pain I'm, if you go down this I'm, road. I'm, 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 I'm turning around. I'm turning this car around. Let me... Okay, because we only have a little bit of time left. So let me, uh, let me finish this. Uh, basically... Uh, he won the title from Randy Orton, and they go, "Well, you're gonna face Randy Orton in his hometown." Ooh! And then they're like, "And also, his dad's gonna be sitting in the front row." <laughs> and, <laughs> and his dad and other legends were sitting in the front row, which was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Uh, I saw his dad at a comedy club a couple weeks ago and didn't recognize. You already him told us the story. I'm just. I'm. There was a whole this episode a, based around this story. There wasn't. Kevin. It was. Three minutes. Anyway, it's a, you don't understand what this means to the man. <laughs> like anyway, I was in this. I held the door open for him. I held the door open for him. Anyway, he was he was there, uh, sitting next to Ric Flair and Sergeant Slaughter, and then a couple other uh, older older wrestlers too. Uh, yeah, that I. It's been a while since I even heard of these guys, but like uh, they were never in the WWE, but they were in the NWA. Not O A. Okay. Which is uh, National Wrestling Alliance. Okay. And it was a big deal, and there were some champions there. It was really cool to see everyone. So uh, not the NWA that I was thinking of. Okay. What are you thinking of? The oh, rap group. The rap group. The rap no. group. <laughs> this was actually before the rap group. Okay. Um, oh, those rappers stole their yeah. deal. <laughs> so they, uh, by the way, the NWA kind of went out of business, but kind of stayed around. Like, the name stayed around, and it was just purchased by Billy Corgan. <laughs> Smashing Pumpkins. Fine. Fine. Yeah. That, that anyway, dude. That if you got enough money, it. you can buy whatever. Yeah. I just want to point out, too. So, whenever I was looking at, like, we just talked about that last episode. I wrote down Kevin's ex- experience with wrestlers. 
that last episode. That's the last time I knew we had it. But I also wrote down sit on Seth Rollins' face. Oh, yeah. I got, and I don't remember no, why. No, I have my, I have, uh, my chair. Oh, right. Seth Rollins. Which you brought, I brought to, to the, the show, show when you were the expert. Yeah, brought to the show. I put out way too many fucking chairs for that show. I hit my shins every time I set up the chairs for that show. Oh. I put out nine <laughs> chairs. There were only like six of you, and then you brought your own. Can we uh, Can we start a GoFundMe for Jack's for shins? My shins. For just your shins? Just, uh, anyway, I want to finish this real quick. Uh Heel trickery happened still. Uh, they it looked like they were about to fight an eighty year old man, <laughs> and and then uh, Randy Orton started beating the crap out of the valets, and then uh, went into the ring. Gender does his finishing move. That's the end of the no. That's the end of the match. Uh, so Orton Orton didn't get the yeah. title back, huh? He's still, yeah. I'm gonna oh. skim over the men's uh, Money in the Bank. Uh, I got robbed of my Shinsuke Nakamura entrance, which I'm a little pissed about. Oh. But uh, okay, uh, someone, uh, a heel, Baron Corbin, attacked him during the entrance, and then hit him with a a, a ladder, and then a camera, <laughs> <laughs> and then and then just went on to start the match, and then they had to take Shinsuke out. And he was gone for about 20 minutes of a 30-minute match. And then his music hit, and he came out, did the John Wayne return. Like, just went back went back into the ring, like, pointing and, like, holding his shoulder like he was still hurt and, like, limping. Yeah. And went to the ring, almost won, but ladder was tipped over with him and AJ Styles at the front. What The one thing I will say that was cool about AJ Styles and Shinsuke was everyone kind of wants to see that match anyway. And it was like they were both looking, about to climb the ladder and looking at each other. And then they kind of pause and like kind of look at each other and just like nod their head, move the ladder, and they just start stretching. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is awesome. Like they just move the ladder to the side just start stretching like all right let's do this shit and they they fight for a few minutes and then uh and then they someone pulls the ladder they both try get to the top and then uh baron corbin tips the ladder with both of them on it they both go out of the ring and then he climbs up and wins yeah yeah because it's it's trick it's all about trickery it's about trickery Trickery and bamboozlement. And bamboozlement. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah. I've got a head shake going on, too. <laughs> so, Please say trickery and bamboozlement in that voice with that head uh, shake. Oh, uh, trickery and bamboozlement. Uh, because we only have a few minutes left, let me talk about what I was talking about earlier. The most sexist man in wrestling? Yeah. Okay. Andy Kaufman. <laughs> Okay, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I, I've talked a little bit about Andy Kaufman on our celebrity episode, but I, yeah. I didn't dig as deep as I, I wanted to. So I, I did more research on this, and I, I loved what I saw because he was a wrestling fan, and he, he wanted to do something with the WWE, uh, but F at the time. Uh, and even asked Vince McMahon's uh, I think it was Vince McMahon at the time, and they said, no, thank you. We don't want to do that. He had the idea, and they wanted to do something else. 
And then a wrestling journalist actually saw him and was like, hey, down in Memphis, Tennessee, they're they're doing these things. They have a bunch of crazy characters, like Frankenstein's a character. Like, you should you should try to ask them. And he's like, oh, do you have their number? And he's like, well, my apartment's right around the corner. Let's go call him. They call him, and Jerry the King Lawler was <laughs> like, yes, let's <laughs> do this. So he goes down to Memphis uh, to wrestle, and this lasted like a year almost. And people think it was one match. No, no, this was. I remember the story, a little bit of the story yes. behind this. Like, so you you saw one like televised thing, yes. and that was not. So really, what was going on was he was inviting women into the ring to wrestle him, and uh, was calling himself the intergender co- <laughs> champion. <laughs> And he was, and he would apparently even, from what I read, he would do this on stage too. So it was actual women coming up, and he would like pin them down. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were plants. Yeah. Now, when I say Memphis, uh, they were at the uh, mid uh, mid South uh, Coliseum, which was a pretty big arena. Right. It was pretty huge, and they were there almost every week, every Saturday, and like people really loved it. So. People were cheering. Like people like to boo the bad guys down there, which is a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that is nice. Now he came in, <laughs> he came in, and he started really laying it on. He said, "I can, I can challenge any woman." And he goes, he goes, "I don't have to listen to you guys. I'm from Hollywood. I, I, I'm from Hollywood, and I don't." He goes, "You're all from Memphis, Tennessee, and." He goes, you haven't, you don't know what a bar of soap is, was just laying it on. And then, uh, then like, or would you rather say he was lathering it on? He was oh! lathering, yes. He was lathering it on. And then I know he, what a bar of soap is. <laughs> that feels fresh. They would even do like, uh, when he couldn't, when he couldn't make it there, he would do like interviews that they would film at another time or something, or he would send in things and he would be like. I'm the inter. He, he and he would like challenge. He was like, I'm I'm the intergender champion. He goes, women. Wi- look, I don't hate women. Women are great. They're great at cooking. They're great at cleaning in the kitchen. They're 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 very smart and they need to do that stuff. They're not dumb. They you need to know how to cook. That's that's fine. But they're not good in the wrestling ring. And uh, so basically, oh yes, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And this is the 70s. Jack looks pissed right now. <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out, because it's Andy Kaufman. Like, how much of it is just his character? This I, character I, I, you will, there's no way you'd ever know. Andy right, Kaufman right. was just, he, he, was, he was a walking mind fuck. Like, that's I, all yeah, I would he was. Say, I would say, from, what, from watching this, I really think it was like, just Like, he truly character. believed it? No, I think oh, it was okay. character. Okay. I, I, think, I think he... I think he grew up watching wrestlings and wanted to wrestling and wanted to be a heel and like, so he went with the worst idea of a heel possible. Yeah. And so, well, and are the best really, I forgot. Was the televised one where they just kick the crap out of him? I forget. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. Okay. Um, so he's saying all these things. He's even challenging. Uh, if a woman can pin me, uh, I will, I will give 
I will give her a thousand dollars, and I will give her the honor of marrying me tonight in this room. <laughs> <laughs> And like no, I one, will pay her dowry. No one ever did. And then, basically, what happened one time was, you know, they they got a female wrestler in there that almost pinned him. And then, like something, there was like a count out or something happened, and Jerry the Queen, King Lawler was on the side of the ring. Like, let's add another three minutes onto the. Oh, because it was a they were timed matches, oh, okay. so. He just avoided her for three minutes. He's like, let's add another three minutes on. And he, like, walked out of the ring and and then uh, challenged Jerry Lawler. <laughs> or no, Jer- Jerry got in the ring and he pushed him. He-, he pushed him across the ring and he falls down and gets out. Yeah, the yeah. next thing, next time you see uh, Andy Kaufman is he- he's wearing a neck brace. Yeah, he's wearing a neck brace. I love, yeah. I love how quickly the neck brace became the symbol of I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Yeah. So, so he's just he's wearing that and he's just like talking up and he's like I I will I will challenge you and they're starting to build this up. Well, it, like he I think he had to do his TV show so 9 months went before they could do another wrestling match or an actual wrestling match. So he uh, he ended up, they, they went on Letterman to promote it. And this has become a famous yeah. clip. Uh, to explain a little bit, it was three segments, actually. And uh, this was actually the first time a wrestler had been interviewed on a, net, on a late night talk show. And uh, was that instance. So no one really knew Jerry the King Lawler, and like he was, they were talking to him and everything, and uh, they were playing. They played the clip, and and Andy is on there nine months later wearing a neck brace, <laughs> and and like Lawler points it I'm out. He goes, that was, he goes, he goes, my doctors, and he's yelling about it. He's like, my doctors are wanting. Uh, are upset. I have an injured neck, and he's like, "Yeah, I don't, it, Dave. I don't know if that's a flea collar. I don't know what that is." And he's like, "And it, the jokes are going back and it forth. It really hurts, you guys. It really hurts." They're Bad. arguing, and Letterman cuts the commercial. And apparently, according to, uh, according to uh, what uh, King Kaufman was like. We need we need to ramp this up. We need to ramp this up. He's like, what? <laughs> it's fine. And he's like, well, we need to ramp this up. You might need to hit me. <laughs> and he's like, okay. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, you might need to hit me. <laughs> so they keep talking and they're arguing and uh, and he goes, what kind of man is it? and. Lawler just goes, what kind of man are you? And, like, the crowd's he's like, oh, yeah. And there's, like, people booing in the crowd. They planted some people to boo. Yeah. And basically it, it culminates in Lawler getting up and slapping Andy Kaufman out of his chair. The chair falls over. And Letterman's just like, okay, we're going to go to a break. And I think Letterman knew what was going on. Um, well, because Letterman's also kind of that kind of comedy where he's like, Sometimes ride the line between like, are you being real or I think, funny? I think they, I think they told him. I right. think he might, he may have been in on the joke, but uh, it's yeah. a joke. Knowing Letterman, that he would be a hundred percent in on. 
back then I think people thought it might have been real. But yeah, there were a lot of people who did yeah, think it was real. So I mean I mean a lot of people thought it yeah. was real because I remember like because I think it was like a little kid, like whenever they were like the next day and I remember the morning shows being like mm-hmm. Did you see what happened Whoa. last night yeah. on Letterman? And, so the, and, yeah. the other thing that happens is they go to another break. When they come back, Andy Kaufman isn't sitting in the chair. He's pacing around. And he comes on. Uh, he's like, uh, Andy, we're here with Jerry the King Lawler. And uh, Andy, where are you? And he comes on. He's like, well, this is bullshit. This motherfucker. And like, just starts cursing. And they're bleeping it. And Letterman is just sitting there like looking at this cup of coffee or whatever. And then, uh, then basically he's cursing. He's like, comes back. He's like, I'm sorry. I don't mean to use this type of language on TV, but this motherfucker is in like, <laughs> and then takes a cup of coffee and throws it at King Lawler and then runs away. And, uh, Letterman just goes, well, I, I'm not sure if you can use some of those words on TV, but I know you can't throw a cup of coffee. <laughs> and like that's how it kinda ended. Yeah. In, in the most part. Yeah. Um that it was huge. Yeah. It, it was everywhere. I think Andy even was like kicked off of Saturday Night Live partially because of that. Uh that's what the movie alluded to. Yeah. Uh, quick like that. quick fast forward to the movie. They actually reenacted reenacted that scene. Jerry the King Lawyer did play himself in uh Man on the Moon. Uh, and uh, according to Jerry the King Lawler, uh, Jim Carrey was trying to be method actor for that. And, yeah. and so he was not nice to Jerry. And Jerry was like, went to the director. He's like, okay, does he actually know that we were friends? <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, we were friends. Like, and it, it came out around that time when they said wrestling's fake that that uh that he's like yes this was all set up we we were friends does he know that and so he's like he's like okay yeah and they're like we'll talk to him and he's still being rude to him and everything and so he's pushing king's buttons and they go okay and and uh like carrie before this thing's like yeah just go ahead and just make contact with the slap you know whatever. uh Jerry <laughs> Jerry was like okay yeah oh fucking okay. okay okay he gets up smacks him where he really falls out of the chair it wasn't he he claims he claims it it wasn't that and then then it happens you know walks walks where he needs to walk and then he goes and Letterman also played himself as well yeah right uh so he goes and they go, okay, cut. And then you just hear Jim like laying back in his chair. He's like, I think we're good with that take. I, I think that's <laughs> I think the only got- one we're going to do. And that's it. They only did one take. I think we got it. <laughs> I think we got it. And they're like, okay. Apparently, years later, he like sent him a gift and was like, sorry. Or like, <laughs> right. But uh, not, not, uh, Carrie right. did that. Right. Yeah. Right. To Lawler. Jim Carrey was yeah. Little, to Lawler. Yeah. A little bit more humble. And Lawler, Lawler was like, "Oh, thank you," you know, and, right. and like apologize for whatever. But uh, uh, going back a little bit, and we'll finish this. Uh, the match. Yeah, I was gonna say, how did the match go? There, there was a couple matches. Uh, one, ha- it was a a handicap match, which means they had an extra person, uh, which was uh, uh, Jim, Jimmy Hart, uh, Mouth of the South, uh, <laughs> not related to Brett. 
Hart, but Jimmy Hart. And uh, he was kind of a heel manager and a face manager at a time, too. But uh, he was his manager down there, so they were trying to collude with each other. And then, you know, that didn't work. He was, you know, basically, basically they were just getting the crap beat out of him and everything. <laughs> and then there was a, a weird monster-looking guy that came out in one of them. Yeah. I don't even know who that was. Did, like, did a... Did a... Was I can't remember. Was there one where he lost, like just straight up lost? Who? Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what What became is like it brought a lot of attention to mid south, obviously, right. and it brought uh, it probably wasn't the best idea for Andy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because people were like, "Is this re- he's he's being very insulting to women?" He's very, and from what uh, both uh, King Lawler and uh, the announcer at the time down there was uh, Jr. Uh, Jim Ross, and uh, they both were like, "He was a very sweet guy, he's right. a very shy, sweet guy," and they actually got to know him as a actual person, right. character, right? And so they're like. They they didn't like the movie, even though they were both in it. They they didn't like the movie because they're like, that's not Andy. But uh, it, good on them. Uh, I think honestly, he was just playing into that bad guy character mm-hmm. by saying you need to take baths and you belong in the kitchen and all that stuff. Uh, look nope. up some of those clips. You'll they're never very, know. You'll, you'll never, never know. know. He's still alive. Why don't we call him and ask him? Yeah. He apparently. faked his entire cancer. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. He's that's... alive and Avril Lavigne is dead. Yep. Ooh, what? He is Avril Yeah, Levine. that's a thing. We'll talk about it after. Basically, <laughs> there's a lot of people who think that Avril Lavigne died back in like 2010 She's or something like Paul that. She's the new Paul McCartney. <laughs> yeah, and was replaced uh, by a lookalike because like her music is different from like her first album to her second album. Yeah. And like she looks slightly different, which, you know, people don't age or change to fit the music of the time. Heard. Head hurt. All I want to, all I want to let you know is, he was a skater boy. He was. A sk- she said, "See, see you later, later boy. boy." He wasn't good enough for, for her. her. No. <laughs> That's all I want you. I, uh, I, I'm glad I got that off my chest. Oh, Jack. thanks, thanks. I'm glad you did too, Jack. Yeah. Are see we you, done? <laughs> see, see you later, boy. You're not good enough for her. You're not good enough for her, Jack. Who's her? her. Exactly. Her. God, I want her so bad. You're not good enough. You're not good enough. Well, I'll go try. You're I'll not good enough with your bamboozlement. Your bamboozlement is ruining the world, Jack. Jack. Good day. Good day. Hey, guys. If you uh, like this podcast, please let us know. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Also, you can like our Facebook page. Go to Facebook and type in Tales from the Kayfabe. Uh, tell us what you think of the show. All that good stuff. Also helps uh, if you leave like a comment and a, sp- a five-star rating on iTunes. And, and your picture. And your uh, home, and, address. And home address. And home address. And your, your social security number. Your VIN number. Your mother's maiden name. And blood type. Thank yep. you. Bye.